0: The following presentation was recorded live by the Jewish Ethics Institute.
1: So, uh, in biblical law, biblical law, that word, in Judaism, if you save someone's life, you're you, um, it's it's obligatory. It's actually an obligation. That means if you're driving to work and there's a, a, you see a car swerve into the bayou. And so you have a biblical obligation to jump in and save the guy, okay, if possible. Or try to. And t- attempt to save the guy. If you're a, an American, all you have to, all you legally are obligated to do is nothing. Just, you can change the radio if you feel a little guilty, change the station. You can wave to them, smile. Um, but you can go on to work and you did nothing wrong um, according to American law. So that's a major difference between halacha, between Judaism, and, and if you and in Judaism, you actually violated the law. Question becomes, what's the, is there limits? Life is very important. Yes, we violate Shabbat, we do a lot of things to save life, um, almost everything, we violate any Jewish law, but what, uh, are there limits to that law? Um, so, this, so the first case is really not so relevant, it just happened to be what I found, an um, interesting question. So let's, let's look at the first um, question here. First question is: This is these are um, all actual cases, as we see. Okay, in 2013, missiles were fired into being fired into Israel from Gaza during an air raid. One of the nurses in the hospital lost her composure. She was gripped with panic and ran for the bomb shelter. This was despite her prior training that even during a siren, she was not to abandon her post in the hospital. She was required to tend to patients and help them reach shelter. Management of the hospital wants to know if the nurse should be asked to leave her job or be p- penalized, as she has shown herself to be irresponsible of abandoning her patients. This was a question posed to the rabbi. Should she lose her job for abandoning her post in the hospital? And this has happened, by the way, in, in New Orleans, in the floods, um, and I'm sure many other scenarios. So, what and, it also what didn't happen-
2: and it also didn't happen in New Orleans. There were many people yeah, that not. did not. Yes,
1: of course. It's only the, the, the nurses That's why okay, I took the it happened Of course, the physicians yeah. stayed. It's only the nurse that No, some
2: yeah. nurses physicians have, but there were
0: many who stayed.
1: Yeah.
0: Since we're honored by the presence of two lawyers, I'll give the lawyerly answer. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> How'd I, how I do?
1: You
3: got
0: your degree.
1: We got not only two lawyers, we have two There's MD. Three lawyers. We have two, uh, wait, three, three lawyers, lawyers. two you MD know. JPs, yeah. two MD JPs in the same room. Wow, that's scary. Oh, three, no, three, three MD Our JPs. JPs. No, I think is the only three in Houston. It's
0: probably half of all of them in Houston. Uh, not the only. Yeah, for so um, more than we mm-hmm. would like to
4: admit.
0: Yeah. If her contract calls for her to stay in those circumstances, then legally she screwed up. Religiously, she may have screwed up. But there's also, how big was the danger? So it depends.
4: Well, I don't think the question. Legally she, she screwed up because some contracts and some clauses would, be would not be prepared. This it would be might be one of them. Uh, so even if she, even if it were in her contract or the rules and regulations of the institution, it may or may not be so the It depends.
1: Amir, <laughs> what are you? Very quiet this morning.
3: Um, I'm not sure it turns this, but legally there's also the question of abandonment. I mean, I think that is the underlying question. Abandonment for
1: the, the patient, you mean? Yeah. Right. The question is right. Did she do something wrong? Clearly the patient wasn't, sir. I mean, I don't know. If there were other nurses there.
2: The answer is yes. The question is do we have to hang her? Probably not. She needs to be reassigned to a place where she's not in the board unit.
1: <laughs>
5: well then
0: you have to
2: take her somewhere where it, somewhere <laughs> in the in the Hospital. Maybe the Assets Department. Or <laughs> maybe Cyprus. <laughs> Malta. Malta. I don't know where, but she probably shouldn't be reassigned in the forward. we don't have to hang her but she certainly doesn't deserve to be yet be uh, made woman of the year or man of the year. <laughs> and uh, th- a- a- and they need to be reassigned to a place where they won't be able to screw it up again. Or it'll be less likely for them to screw yeah, I was it say, up. Where would that be in Israel? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe she <laughs> needs, to, maybe she needs huh? to move to... Maybe she needs to go to Iowa.
1: <laughs>
2: University of Iowa, Iowa City Children's Clinic, the la- chances of getting a terrorist attack, they'll allow. You mean the underground hospital. <laughs> right. Okay, so... <laughs> the one in Gaza.
1: <laughs> so the, that's actually the reason why I started this topic, because that week, four weeks ago, whatever it was, it was Pasha Shemot. So the, the rabbi brought a proof, proof text he brought was from, he turned the page over, from um, the the verses by Moshe um, in Pashat Shmod it says when God, after the burning bush God sends Moshe back to Mitzrayim to Egypt to confront the Jewish people and to tell him he will be their leader um, of course like we said he didn't, want, he, he didn't want to take the job, he ends up taking the job he asked God for a sign to show the Jewish people that they'll believe him um, or Pharaoh I don't remember if this was in front of Pharaoh or in front of the Jewish people so Hashem said throw your staff down um, and 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 of course the staff turns into a snake. Okay, and show them that sign. So it says originally, when this is at the burning bush, when God told him to throw his staff down, uh, Moshe didn't know what would happen. Turned into a snake, and Moshe started running, as all uh, Jewish men probably do. Okay, so um, so that's what the verse is here. It says Moshe answered, "Ivayomer, ainlo yaminu." The Jewish people would not believe me. Which of course he was punished. Saying that also, that he didn't have any faith in the Jewish people. They will not heed my voice. You're making it up, right? So you think you're Jesus? What? I love Hashem. What is in your hand? Um, and I'm missing some Hebrew words there. Vayomash tichu Artsa, Hashem told him throw the staff to the ground. She became a snake. Moshe and Moses ran. So the if the some of the commentaries discuss what, what was he running from? Like she's standing with Hashem. What was he scared of? Like, clearly he's not scared. He's standing. Right? Hashem's not going to kill him. So uh, so they say that there was just panic. Normal human nature is to panic. See, we see from here, he's a, even Moshe Rabbeinu. He his
0: life was in danger.
1: Yeah, I'm saying that. No, no, I'm saying, even, even if you didn't think his life, that's what he's saying, no. Even if you didn't think his life was in danger, human nature is, you're in a situation like that, you're going to run. Panicking is, is, a, is a normal reaction of a human being. And therefore, in what's meaning, and it's he, he says even halachically, you consider what's considered an onus. You're, it's like you're under duress you can't hold someone accountable what they do in a state of panic well, i meaning the question is is Moshe, he would have faith in hashem he's not going to get harmed but the point is no he's he still he, he said, reacted the normal way what? he just
2: he just turned down hashem he just said no to hashem and suddenly there's a snake at him again I say maybe he thought he was i'm he not was actually, sure that
1: he uh, it's sure a it's that a valid point so he so he, he brings this uh, commentary and I, I don't know who it is the <laughs> So he says that when a person does something, as a reaction to sudden fear, as if he was forced to do so. And that is what happened to Moshe. So it's considered under duress. He's considered onus. So it's not. um, So therefore, um, the rabbi wants to bring this, as in this case with the nurse, since the nurse, even though she'd been trained to react in a certain way, um, but the fact that what you do under a case of panic, the sirens go off. That's that's a normal reaction. Um I, I can tell you I've been in Israel. No, we need the light off. We need the light off.
5: Off.
1: It's movie day. Um, so uh I was in Israel for the first Gulf War and uh, we had every time the sirens went off you had to go to a sealed room, put your gas but, I mean the first few times it's a little it's pretty scary. I mean you panic. Um by you know, by the sixth or seventh time, you know. And making sure to take the chant with us, you know, the crackpot. On <laughs> a Friday night, I remember once in the middle of the night, the, the sirens went off, so my roommate used to make a chant in a crackpot. So the first thing, like the sirens were going, he was like getting his chant <laughs> to take to the sealed room with us. So that was after the first, you know, by the end, we actually would go up on the roof of the building to watch the missiles fly over. Um, that was by, you know. So would this
0: excuse desertion so by soldiers who panic?
1: So. We're going to talk about that, but, but here in this case, the rabbi wants to say that this would be, um, it's a normal human reaction. He brings another gemara, um, which we're not going to get into. He actually brings, brings a f- it's a famous gemara with Elisha. There was a Tana called Elisha who um, was wearing his tefillin. The, the, the Romans had outlawed wearing tefillin at the time, and he was wearing his tefillin in public. and when the Roman soldier, so when a miracle happened, the Roman soldier came, so he took off his tefillin, he had it in his arm, in his hands. Um, and then, but he stole, he started running, okay, away from the Roman soldier. And then when the Roman soldier caught him, he opened his hands, and it was doves in his hands. That's what the, that's what the Gemara says. But the question is, why did he run? If he knew a miracle would happen, or if he thought, then why, why did he start running? So he's, he's saying the same point. point is, your normal human nature is, even if, in a situation where if you think about it, you wouldn't run. Normal human nature is to run, and therefore you're not liable for your panicking, because that's part of your, even if you're trained, if that's part of your normal human nature, not liable, therefore he said that uh, we should not penalize this nurse um, because she thought her life was threatened and she did what the normal person would do.
0: I don't know about that. I mean, think about it. People go to medical school, to transform from lay people who puke at the sight of blood to people who would take a, a a knife and crack open someone's chest in the emergency room. So when someone comes with a gunshot wound in the chest and they panic and leave, it's a bit of a problem.
4: Well, different a for her own, own life, not for.
0: Uh, well, they come with
5: somebody who maybe have AIDS mm-hmm. too when they crack open their
0: chest. Who knows? Or Hepatitis C.
5: Not everybody does that. That's why they become psychiatrists. That's right. That's <laughs> actually, 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 actually correct. Crack open yeah. their heads.
2: <laughs> Just.
4: Oh, it it is is it? oh, I'm sorry. I
2: you your, your, your training is the, the issue that Shelly's saying is that you have training. She you had know, training? She had training. So she really doesn't have much of an excuse.
1: Yeah, but say even with training, you still you.
2: Yeah, because not everybody is Douglas
3: MacArthur. So it, goes well. beyond, it goes beyond trading. She had a duty yeah. above and beyond that of a normal individual.
2: And She sure her duty, but
3: I don't think we have to kill her for it. We have have know, on, but she doesn't between, get to do's for it. There yeah. you know, there's steps between execution <laughs> and solving <laughs> <and laughs> <assaulting> a <laughs> uh, an I, an I know this is a Trumpian <laughs> world, but they're really hard
2: steps. <laughs> Yeah, but the issue is, is that she doesn't, she, why well, does not suggesting execution. I was saying she needs to be reassigned to a place where she won't yeah. be harmful to her patients if this comes up again. Like Iowa, the children's clinic at Iowa City. There's
4: a, there's a reason why every time you fly, they tell you, put your own mask on before you put the other person's mask on. And, you know, it's easy for us to sit here In the piece uh, of the jewel, and say, Ah, any fool would know that she ought to stay and take care of the patient and not pay. But
2: they tell you to do that because if you you have a small child and you pass out. Then you can't put your, tri- your small trials. And if on. she gets
1: killed. Yeah, she how many people actually do Follow the instructions in the movie. I,
2: I don't know. I've never been. Mm-hmm. I've been fortunate. I haven't been on a, the plane
0: that Sully was traveling. That Sully's plane yet. What mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. happen? Or may you never be. Actually, my wife is good friends with a guy. Maybe may remember about thirty years ago, a plane went down the Potomac. He was driving along in G W Parkway. He jumped in the water to save people and afterwards, and he walked away, did it, and he walked away, and people later on, they found out who he was, and they said, what's the big deal? You know, it was kind of like, it's just what you do. Well, he's an Italian guy, <laughs> he's the only guy I know who really did something so That's like what I'm going to
1: talk about, so this is, this is actually, speaking of soldiers, so this is a few weeks, actually it was the same week, that's why I actually decided to give a class, this, I don't know if you remember, a few weeks back, there was a truck ramming in Israel, a bunch mm-hmm. of soldiers, um, and They then showed CC footage of the ramming, which was actually pretty shocking, besides the truck ramming itself, was the reaction of the soldiers. It was a group of soldiers, uh, trainees, to be to give them some credit, um, they were d- just recent inductees. They were actually being taken on a tour, um, if you know Yushalayim, Armon HaNetzir, which is uh, it's a mountain in south Jerusalem overlooking the, overlooking East mm-hmm. Jerusalem, overlooking the Ahara Bait, So they were getting some type of historical tour there, and they're all milling around, and a <coughs> truck driver that's from East Jerusalem. That's the promenade? That's the Yeah, promenad the promenade, right yes. There. That's the Hebrew word for the promenade. So this is a video it's of a that attack.
4: Promenad. Hello, Natsiv. Okay. Natsiv
6: is a
1: promenade. My hmm. okay. Clicking skills are not so good. Oh, here we go. So you'll see the truck, and then wait what what, what happens after Mm. The truck then backs up, you'll see again, after he runs over, he comes back and rolls over the soldiers again. Everyone's really, basically, soldiers are running away.
3: Hey okay. Well, they're going in two directions. There's a group that's running towards the truck, and a group ran away. A, a there, somebody
5: there?
1: Were a few guests right. um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so there. So, there's a lot of discussion. There. First of all, this was right after. A lot of political discussion because one of the people who shot the soldier was actually a civilian who happened to be there. And
5: these guys fully trained soldiers just no they, they were, were
1: inductees. They,
5: they were troll new recruits. And yes. they
2: weren't armed and they weren't trained. And they were somebody's kid.
5: Yeah.
1: So yeah. he's like that, but yeah. the point As is I mean, so first of all it was right after the trial of that guy in Chevron who shot the uh, terrorist who was laying on the floor. So a lot of people said it was because the soldiers because of that trial the guy was found guilty. That's why they, no one wanted to shoot him. No, no. And, uh, that was some of the discussion. No, the, actually, the guy who shot him interviewed him. One of the people who took him, like I said, he was a civilian there. Um, he said none of the soldiers wanted to shoot because of that trap. That well, yeah. And again,
2: you know, you say he was a civilian. Was he a veteran? Was he trained? Oh, No, with everyone's these a, children? a veteran. I was a veteran. This somebody's kid who was in high school last year. So anyway, the,
1: the question is: Is a similar situation? Should they be, should these soldiers be held liable he for running away? The ones that did not. There was uh, there was a, a female soldier actually who was in the door of the bus who did shoot at him. There were a few soldiers who did shoot him. There were there were 15 bullet holes in his windshield. He did get killed. So clearly, someone did the job. But they say if they would have shot earlier, more lives could have been saved. Four people were killed. Um, so it's interesting question, similar question. Did the soldiers do the right thing? The ones that ran away. Clearly, most of them were running.
5: Where um, was
1: their officer? The officer right. was a female. The, was a female who actually, she was standing in the door of the bus. The bus had just dropped them off. She did shoot at the, at the. Uh,
2: were these the young people armed?
1: Yeah, they're all they were all armed. Oh. I mean, as soon as you get into the army, they were first armed. day you get that a gun. That
2: speaks for a different matter.
1: So that's so a that's, um, similar question of normal, as again, you see normal human nature, even, okay, the question is at what stage they're training to just for inductees, inductees what's,
0: what's... Two stories. I watched footage of 9-11 one time. The building is coming down, and the, the view is from everybody's running yeah. toward the camera. And my instinct when I saw that is I'm going to run and see what's going on, see if there's somebody I can help. Now, I don't know whether that was imagination, or I want to be heroic, or whether I would really do that. The second story is about Amelia Kornfeld, blessed memory.
1: Used to come, a member of our class.
0: Yes. She used to say that, if it was something like a Holocaust, and she had non-Jewish friends that she was confident if she asked them to hide her, they would absolutely do it, even if it meant risking their lives. And I asked her, would she, if she were on the other foot, would she save their life? She says, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So, well, how can you be sure that they would save your life yeah. if you're not sure you would save their life? You,
2: you could never be sure until
1: the time Until it, until time.
0: it actually, yeah, that's the point. Until it actually, I mean, I, want, I thought of myself as heroic, and Amelia thought of her friends as heroic, but like this nurse here and the, the soldiers here, you don't really know until you're in that position.
2: Yeah.
5: This anyway, is, this so is the
0: panic uh, thing the rabbi's talking about. There were some people that
2: oh, that jump on the hand grenade. There's some people, yeah, right. those Marines in the Irojima, that jumped where it was common to jump on a hand and grenade. To a hand and grenade. Predict which one and the then enemy. there were other people that <coughs> ran right. away. So that's right.
1: actually what that question uh, The
2: survival of the right, society is based on the number of people who jump on the hand so grenade. Number
1: four on the sheet here is at the height of the Second Vietnam War. A hand grenade was thrown, a, actually, the uh, video of this woman, I believe, spoke, Bethy Um Roy, I got his name, Roy, Roy Klein. Right, when a hand grenade was thrown in the house, the ha- IDF soldier was stationed, and Roy Klein, a major Galani brigade, was killed while saying, the Shema threw himself on the hand grenade to absorb the impact in order to protect the soldiers under his command. So, again, the question is, did he, was, that, was that the right thing to do? That's what we want to discuss, or... That's wartime. That's a little different. Okay, so we'll discuss that. Well, well this how is, is that
2: different from the from this this truck attack? It's wartime there too. So mm, yeah,
1: well, no, that's the question. How do you define war? The the, uh, Soldiers. Yeah, I guess
4: that's it's
2: not war. Now. I
4: mean, I what it is, it, is it, work, it? Yeah.
1: So that's question. So, so this is from another. From a
4: legal standpoint, the UCMJ is very different than civil war. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: but it is, yeah, one is going to be subject it's to civil war. the other is mean, uniform cars, military trust. trust, the other is war for military law, but I mean, someone's dropping a bomb from a foreign country on your facility, that's a war.
0: But you're not a soldier. You're not, you know, you,
2: you may not be obligated like a soldier, yeah. but, you know, if, but again, obli- they, You that means you may not suffer the you may not suffer the uh, the legal legal consequences, is the consequences right. of abandoning right. your post, but it is uh, but it still is the same thing.
1: But, but we can we get to war? Even from
4: a moral standpoint, there there is a difference in being trained as a nurse or a physician, and being trained as a soldier. Right.
2: Was this an army nurse? Was she, did she take the oath of her? Uh, uh, I don't, we don't know that. It
4: doesn't say that no, she um, was an army nurse, so I no. assume that she was not a soldier. And certainly, a soldier is expected, and under different circumstances or, or under similar circumstances, to be more courageous and, and stay and, and deal with, with the risk of
5: life. Not so. I mean, I don't know what I would do.
1: Well, no one knows what yeah, would do. Yeah,
5: that with the uh, stewards of on the plane, you know, they, they, they face danger more than the passengers do.
1: Oh, some of those passages, yeah.
0: I know two people who are in Army nurses, Air Force nurses after 30 years and been to Iraq multiple times, and they describe every day these issues come up. Like, you know, we discuss them in theory, literally multiple times mm-hmm. every day, yeah.
4: you know,
5: exposing themselves you to danger. I mean,
4: like the rabbi says, you may, you may hear the sirens umpteen times, but yeah. the circumstances are different if it's an occasional one, or if you know that uh, yesterday when the sirens went off, they hit within 50 feet of you, you treat that siren differently than you do the one that every time is miles away. Also, the nature of your threat may
0: push your personal button. You may have something in your psychological background where some event happens that nobody else is scared, but because of your personal background, you panic. I was just
1: reading, I just came from California this morning, actually. It was a damn... So mm-hmm. reading some of the stories, I had the Los Angeles Times on the airplane, they were talking about how people <laughs> were, when leaving the town, people I mean, were just, no.
3: You know, there was a
1: gas station guy who was shutting down the pumps, they beat him up to get gas. I and mean, people do things in, in a state of panic that they wouldn't mm-hmm. normally do.
0: Yeah, people who so can't swim might react differently to that.
1: Right, so the panic is something. So now the next question is, as we're going to talk about, is how much do you have to sure. risk your life to save someone else's life? This is a famous case in New York City. <coughs> uh, well, this is one case.
0: Oh, this is, uh, I think your show is Kelly Genovese. Uh, that's yeah. Uh, Kitty, Kitty, this Kitty. Is a,
1: uh, right. New York City subway.
0: So
1: oh, the guy falls on the tracks. This guy jumps right in. This was actually recently. Somebody
0: I used to deal with this all the time, riding the subway for seven years.
1: The guy himself flies down there. This guy jumped in to save the guy. This was not the famous case I was talking about. This was recently. Train. <laughs> huh? What did you say?
5: What yeah, but it? you
0: don't know where the train's going to come. It comes barreling out of the dark.
6: Do not try any of this yourself. But watch the man in white as he edges closer and closer to the tracks before tumbling down just as a train approaches the Virginia Square Metro Station. Witnesses run towards the train, waving their arms, well, signaling the driver down. to slow down. Now watch the guy in blue. He's a retired Marine. First he tries pointing the man on the tracks to the crawl space below the platform. As the train stops, the good Samaritan leaps down onto the tracks, stepping on the covering to the electrified third rail and then coming to the aid of the man as he tried to get back up on the platform someone's life's got to be in danger
5: Uh,
3: other
6: than that i wouldn't put myself in harm's way
5: i would still do it i think because as a human i think it would be hard not to help someone
6: but metro says that's the wrong answer never go down on the tracks the electrified third rail carries 750 volts of electricity
5: Enough to kill you. We never encourage anyone to jump onto the tracks at all. Period. The gentleman was trying to help out, and we certainly appreciate that. It was a happy ending for everyone involved, but one slip, it could have had a much different outcome. He's
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no,
6: a
0: Jewish lawyer. Yeah, yeah. another this sniveling Jew uh, If was, you ever on uh, the subway, you should see what covers the third rail in New York subway. It's like yes, a flimsy piece of wood. At least that day, it, it, would,
6: it it's looked it's like lower, it was so right? rotten it would break
0: in an instant. <laughs>
6: there's there's one more I'm curious from the medical perspective because I I don't know if everyone here has experienced it but when you have a severe emergency, medical emergency like not just coding well it could be a code uh, but it could be also you know slash trachs Uh, it could be things where like something has to be done in the next 10 seconds or the patient is dead and so the question is that becomes, I mean, it's not a wartime, but there are some people that panic and cannot handle that situation. It, it is a
2: wartime, but this is a microcosm of a right, right, war. Right, right, right. It but is there are a others,
6: war. There are others that are calm and like are trained mm-hmm. to handle it, and then you handle it. Sometimes they're good outcomes, sometimes they're not good outcomes. But the reality is how you handle that pressure situation seems to me like. It is a medical situation that happens, I don't know if it's every day, but it's often. And we are all, it's certainly in the surgical subspecialties or surgical specialties or just surgery, you have to deal with this a lot in your training. And it's scary. It it's, is it's, really scary. It's
2: scary after 40 years, but you just have to, like, dig down and and, 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 right.
6: and, and grind well, and,
5: your feet in and get it But
6: not everybody done. can do that. Not Except everyone that can, your,
5: life is, your life isn't in danger. Yeah, but well, you I know understand. what, sometimes it danger. almost dr- is. The question is because if you can't do it once, you got to change. Yeah. You know what, you're, no, you're
2: not going to be killed, but your family is in ruin. Your life is in ruin. No, you see your name in the newspaper every day. You know what, a lot of people, when bad things happen, ha- a lot of doctors, when bad things happen, have to no. So, I mean, no, we have a definable suicide rate amongst physicians. Yeah, so I, you know what? You may find that your life is more in danger than
0: you think. So the House of God, one of the first rule in an arrest, right. what do you do? Check, Check your own balls. Your own right. right. <laughs> the House of God deals. It. Yeah. We finished no, but that. It's true. We move on to
6: the next issue, Yosef. No, about I, one. I literally I remember walking into an operating room where there was something terrible going on, and the attending had passed out.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
6: And I literally <laughs> walked into the room, and I wasn't sure where do I go. To to the patient that was having a major problem and to the attending who was passed out.
2: What do you do when the blood hits though when the blood spurts
5: up hits the light?
6: Right, you're like uh you okay. need to do
5: something. You hand your glasses to somebody to clean them off.
4: <laughs> I was like,
5: geez. Yeah, that too."
4: Anyway, hey, Mama, yeah, it can be you know, when, when I did surgery, blood and guts didn't bother me. If it was someone else's, well, of course,
2: <laughs>
6: yeah,
4: all bleeding, <laughs> including stop your, attention. including an attending, yeah. right?
6: Bothers <laughs> me plenty. No, I mean, I, I, remember, I was only involved in two slash trakes, and thankfully there were good outcomes. But it literally took slash off years. Slash emergency trach? Yeah. So someone stopped breathing, and you have to give them an airway. But like, literally, I felt like it took years off my life at that moment. Like, literally, it's, yeah everything worked out okay but it, it, it's you feel it you feel it. it's it's almost like a wartime and thing and it doesn't stop it never goes I
0: away think if 40 had, years
6: later I'm it's still on your head
0: oh uh, yeah, yeah I think I, if I had to do CPR if somebody dropped dead right in front of me and I had to do CPR I think I might panic I haven't done that in ages yeah, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. depends on how, how, how you much frothing they would do.
1: <laughs> god <laughs> okay one more video then, then we'll discuss the Torah <laughs> All right, well, I gotta tell you a story about that too it's relevant <laughs> Oops,
0: that was your TV, dude. Exactly, as I am saying. You know, it was a bum on the street, you just dropped dead in front of you. Do you This sus- is the yeah. famous case
1: in New York. In-
7: oh. On the New York City subway, it's hard enough finding someone who will give up his seat to a stranger, let alone be willing to give up his life for one. The
1: train was coming in like, like, like
7: that. It happened just...
0: That's how they come
7: 50-year-old Wesley Autry, a construction worker and Navy veteran, was standing on a subway platform with his two little girls when right in front of them, a man started having a seizure. He
5: kind of stumbled over his own feet and fall backwards. I see a train coming, but the
7: train is so close. I'm like, what do I do? Wesley jumped onto the tracks and thought if he could just lie on top of the man, keep him from flailing, maybe the train would roll right over both of them. The clearance was exactly 21 inches. Wesley and the man... Twenty and a half. No way the train can stop before this gentleman could get him, get him up off the tracks. So he covered Whoa, him with his right, body and pushed him down to a point where oh, the train would hit his head. And held him down under the tracks uh. while the train came and rolled right over the top. It gave Wesley's children the scare of their young lives.
1: I thought he was
7: going yeah. to get killed. Yeah, well, <laughs> <the> scared <laughs> of his too. Yeah, right. I'm like talking to him, sir, you can't move. I got two kids up here looking for the father to come back. I don't know you, you don't know me, but listen, don't panic. You know, I'm here to save you. As for the guy Wesley saved, he's 20-year-old Cameron Holopter. And other than a few scrapes and bruises, his father says he's doing fine. Mr. Autry's instinctive and unselfish act saved our sins. <laughs> you know, the word hero gets thrown around a lot nowadays. What a better way to say is to start off the new year than to save save a life. <laughs> nice to be reminded of what one schmuck. really looks yeah. like. This is guy North- Steve Hartman, oh, yeah, CBS oh. News, oh, New York. Yeah, that's
1: Only new York. Mm-hmm.
7: yeah. yeah people yeah, jump in the
0: water to save drowning people and they both drown too. So I mean, that doesn't yeah. always turn out yeah, that yeah. way.
2: Just never drop in the water to try to save your Labrador. <laughs> right, that then know. you drown and the Labrador. Yeah, think so. I thought it was fun.
7: <coughs>
0: um, I can tell you, the subway is scary. These, the these tra- trains come out of the. Even tunnel. if you're not on the track. Yeah, and it's scary. You jump! You have no idea how much time you got to jump down there. and right. in high school, we uh, you would would have to stop. Would be competing high schools, and they would throw your books on the track, and you had to go down and get it. And it was really scary. So you from New York or Baltimore? Baltimore, New York. I mean the subway Even in New York. In
3: okay. Okay. So from Baltimore, a subway. <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> I was going to say that. Thank you. Say what? Baltimore <laughs> didn't have a subway when you were a student in high school.
6: <laughs> Baltimore still doesn't have a subway. <laughs> they do have a, a small. They have the uh, the raised elevated.
3: There's also some that are.
6: Under the ground? A little bit. I've never seen that. <laughs> I rode the subway for <laughs> I seven years. I'm sure I appreciate yes. the
3: subway.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I
3: Thanks, no uh, really <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, you have a choice. They throw your books on the track.
1: Anyway, so Try so the, the, the obvious question is, as we're saying, is um, should yeah, you be. Nice guys. I got the guy whose name. <laughs> Audrey. Here somewhere. Should you be Wesley Audrey? That's the last guy in the uh, last video. Or, I mean, I'm speak, I can speak for myself, I would probably be the soldiers running the other way. <laughs> um, so the question is, what, what um, is the obligation? Okay, we're saying in the Torah, and that's a, a famous verse we discussed many times, um, the Torah says in Leviticus, do not stand idly by while your brother's blood is being shed. Um, and that's where the obligation, at least one source for the obligation to save another person's life, There is a mitzvah. One of the 613 commandments is to save. If you can save someone's life, you're obligated to do that. Okay? Um, Comes from
0: that verse or somewhere else?
1: Comes from that verse. Okay. That's the main source. The Talmud brings two sources. That's the main source. Standing
5: idly by me. When you're running, is that standing on by?
1: Yes.
6: (laughs) (laughs) But it's a negative commandment, so there's no monetary limit to how much you
1: should. Yeah, it's an interesting question. The Gemara does discuss that you're even obligated to hire someone to, right. the, to say so, if you can't do it yourself and you can pay for someone to do it, yeah, well, you, 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 you can <laughs> get reimbursed. You can get reimbursed from the on victim. You have <laughs> <after> jump <laughs> on that guy. You're allowed to charge
4: him. Yes. The
0: police, no right, limit.
1: Exactly. Well, that's what we're going to discuss. But not the monetary limits. There is, technically speaking, you're right. There should be no you monetary all, limit.
4: You also have an obligation to protect the vessel that holds your soul. Yes,
1: so that's true. But but, so that's the next uh, number two here. His blood's not redder than yours. right, so number two on the sheet is on side two is the concept which we discussed also (laughs) in the past many times called (laughs) chayekha Kodman. chayekha means your life takes precedent. So there's the famous case in the Talmud where you got two people in the desert, one jug of water. So there's two opinions there, but thank God we rule like Rabbi Akiva, who says (laughs) that uh, that you don't have to give the other guy water if there's only enough water for one of you um and it's your, your and it's and i own the water i don't have to share it with you okay even though and other religions say that unless different.
3: it's your rabbi
1: uh no well sure. that's sure. I, I even that interpretation unless Was it's your rabbi you no die
6: unless it's you, unless unless you you it. It. No, your unless No, your rabbi doesn't I know. take you you that lesson to your rabbi
1: unless self-serving. i don't know tell it you maybe Maybe no, that's wrong. No, meaning you, there is times your rabbi's life takes precedence that's over two lives, meaning it's your wife, if it's, it's your mother-in-law or your rabbi, your rabbi takes precedence. I mean, meaning there's two lives. Let's say I have, I have extra water. I can save this person or ransom. Two people are kidnapped. The Talmud says your rabbi, then your rabbi takes precedence over the other person. But if it it's your, your life,
0: rabbi, It has to be your rabbi, not
1: a rabbi, right? Yeah, yeah. But If it's two rabbis? But if it's... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: But um, but the point is, it is your it's your life. It's too poor to have two rabbis, so we only have one.
1: <laughs> if it's your life versus the rabbi, of course but your if life it's always takes Your it. wife
6: and your rabbi. Please choose your wife. <laughs> is that not
1: That's for sure. okay? Uh, Take my wife. Speak to your <laughs> speak to your <laughs> local <laughs> rabbi. Okay, so the concept, the this concept <laughs> is known as chayecha It's based on a verse, also based on a verse in Leviticus, which it's says, um, "Your brother shall live with you." It's in the context of charity. Um, it says, your brother shall live with you." So the the uh, the Talmud derives from that verse, "Your brother shall live with you," which is saying that you're obligated to help someone else, but not at the expense of your own life. So if you're not going to live um, by helping the other person, then you don't have you don't have an obligation to save the other person. Same applies for charity, by the way. If if by giving all your money away, you're going to starve, so you're helping other people eat. You have no obligation to give charity, okay? That doesn't mean if it's going to affect your life, you know, you're not going to be able to make the payments on the Porsche. That doesn't mean you don't give charity, even though it's going to affect your life, in a terrible way. It means it means if if you literally your life would be put in danger or you wouldn't have enough to survive, then you have no obligation of charity in the, the in the context there. But also, obviously, in the context of saving a life, and that's that's <coughs> Rabbi Akiva's source for this concept of chayecha so that means if it's a choice that if I save that person's life, I will have to forfeit my life, um, then your life takes precedence. Okay, that's that's principle number two. Um, so the question becomes, um, so now there's, th- the question really becomes, is this an allowance where well, we're saying you don't have to save the other person's life when your life takes precedence, or is it... Is it just an allowance or is it obligatory? Meaning, is it restricted? I can't forfeit my life to save someone else's life. Well, there's a big difference between those two. I mean, when the Torah was saying this principle of um, your, your life takes precedence right, Your life takes precedence over your friends, okay? Is that saying, and therefore I, I'm alle- I don't have the, ob- the normal obligation to jump in and save the person. I don't have to jump into the tracks. I don't have to do that. Okay, or is it saying no? Your life takes precedence; is an obligation. You, you're, you're prohibited from forfeiting your life to save someone else's life. Okay, there's a big difference between those 2 yeah, the two, the two sides of the coin. Meaning, the question would be <coughs> in the case of Audrey, whatever his name was, Wesley Audrey, right? Meaning, it's according to Jewish law, it, b- it would have been prohibited for him to do what he did, to jump in the tracks and save the guy. Now, is we looking at him as a hero, as Shelley saying, no, he's really a schmuck in Jewish law pious that is hero. right <laughs> so, so that's the question is he a hero or, what he, or according to Halacha saying he shouldn't have done what, he, he, what so he did it was prohibited to do what he did if you say it's just an allowance Torah is telling you your life may take precedence you, don't, you, know, you have no obligation in that case to jump in and save the person so that means you could jump in you could be a hero if you want
3: but he this jumped. this guy jumped in with the knowledge that he thought he could get under the train. I'm not he sure. Didn't, he didn't get a specific view of what sure. he was doing. Yeah. He, really had he, he put his life at risk. He didn't yeah. throw away his life. Uh, yeah. Roy, Roy Cohen, uh, Roy Klein right, knew okay, he was going point. to die. Th- yes, yeah. I
1: I'm, I'm not sure I agree with you in this particular case. I don't, I don't think he really thought it through. It's 21. I don't think he knew oh, there was 21 no, th- inches. He, he
3: didn't know the inches. He didn't do the measurement. He just he had a plan to save both of them. I think yeah. some he humans. He didn't jump in thinking he was certainly going to die. Right. Roy Klein jumped yes, on the grenade knowing yeah. he was dead. But yes.
2: he but he jumped on the grenade knowing that he w- ever he was dead anyway.
3: That's what that's we don't a good know. point. Not necessarily. He he could could be be that's, that's a good point, the
1: also. they're both foul points. There's two things. I mean, he you're made, saying a saying crime down the made a sign under one of his men to,
3: to save his uh, his uh, subordinate officers by sacrificing, by by sacrificing himself. His life, yeah. He knew he was dead. This guy in New York made a calculation. He got lucky. Let's be honest. He got very lucky, but he didn't jump on the tracks with Dumb the intention luck. to die.
0: You know, oh, that's a very I, I important you, point. you wonder if psychologically, when you jump on a hand grenade, you assume you're going to die. I mean, after the fact. He was talking to He was jumping on a hand yeah. grenade. But, <laughs> but I thought he was saying Shamash because he was praying. I, no, no. Yeah. no. no. Okay. no. He was out. He He said the show. Okay. He assumed he was going to die. I Google it. he was saying Shamash. I wonder if that applies to everybody. You assume you're going to die.
6: Yeah.
0: I mean, even though
4: you high likelihood you're going to die, I wonder if they actually psychologically assume that. And and going back to the to the subway guy, there's stories all over the place of people laying in that that area and surviving it because it goes over them. So he he very likely believed that was a survivable event. But that's one body,
5: not two piled on top. Yeah,
4: yeah, we can sit here and do the arithmetic. Fortunately, he he's a skinny guy. I would <laughs> have <happened laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's a headless horseman now, <laughs> right? But, yeah. but you know, we we've all read stories about people laying down and just like him surviving. So mm. I don't think he was basically suicidal. I think he figured, yeah, you know, well, look, as long but this as this guy I doesn't. Wiggle and move to. I've ridden the subways and I
0: know those stories, and there's no way I'm jumping down there. Yeah. (laughs) No way. Well, no one's saying this guy had a duty to do it.
3: No, right. no. So, he we didn't all agree do- he did not do right? But we can't. Hello? He didn't have a prohibition from doing it. But well, that's the question that. did he have a prohibition or not? There was no intention to die, and there was not necessarily a, a certainty, even uh, that he was going to die. So,
2: he had, no cer- he had no certainty. He thought he could do it, which is n- really no different for every time a fireman goes into a burning
0: building to pull right. a kid out. Yeah. But
1: that's the same.
0: You're yeah. saying the shma because you're going to jump in a grenade shma because you're certain you're going to die or you're very likely to die. He felt it was his duty to
2: save the the
0: this guy, the guy he didn't know,
2: no. just to tell him what a without without fireman and has to do. Most people don't know stuff all
5: After
0: the fact calculation, when you do it, what are you thinking? Who knows what people like Well, you know, like they have people who jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. four survivors. And they and they are all depressed. And they interview them. They say, "What do you think of between the time you jumped and, and you're thinking? I wish i changed my What brain. a schmuck I am! <laughs> Whatever I was. This literally, they, you know, I, I was so depressed. But you know, it really wasn't that bad. I wish I hadn't jumped. Who's so who, who knows, huh? Who's therapeutic? In a certain <laughs> sense, it was. You're absolutely you right. Could write the paper. What but I mean, that? who knows How what people change. are actually thinking when they Ooh. do this, or if Brandies they're thinking
3: crazy. Mm. Shoot all the people right. on the. Yeah, there was an Israeli professor, college, Virginia Tech, and they died who also died. They, he, he came against the yeah. right
1: Israeli guy who
4: mm-hmm. who
1: uh, held the door and he got killed by by uh, Virginia Tech.
4: Right. So yeah. if he has an obligation same, to protect himself first, what would exactly. the punishment be? To jump him <laughs> on <around> the track <laughs> and saving yeah, this
1: guy's life. That's a good question. Listen, uh, we, we're, we're just well, saying, we're saying it's, it, so we'll talk about that, That's the so question. Is it obligatory? Or is it so I don't know, we're getting there. We're getting oh, okay. there. Okay. Okay. The people that do that
2: change the world. They may, If we look at society as the organism, the people that do those things change the world.
3: Well, except most you know, people look at it and say, oh, what a schmuck. And well, then, believe. you know, most
2: be, Because, because most people are schmucks. <laughs> That's but right. the people that do that change the world. No, people that, that do that make the society make the society better, and make maybe inspire other people into other people in generations to come for, to to commit acts of selflessness. So you know what? People that sit here smirking here, whoever is smirking about this is an asshole.
0: That's no, not necessarily well, not true. No, it's not. not true. If you sign up to be
1: what in the military, military, you're about signing. About it? It? Not, and it not everyone no here, an 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 not
2: asshole. people here, but those people out. there That are smirking about it are assholes because the people they're living assholes. The people, those those people that do things like that make our society
6: better than monkeys. Or maybe just giving some opportunity for his daughters to have a lot of therapy later in life.
5: Yeah,
6: Yeah. therapy later in life. They're going to need a lot of therapy. What was Who's wrong with that? He sacrificed the of guy that man jumped that jumped, jumped off a plane. Right? The yeah, kids are going to need guy.
2: therapy because They'll take taxes from that. They're going to need therapy <laughs> yeah. because their father saved someone who we didn't know. No, if no, if he no. My jump in front
6: of the, the train so yeah. Much, yeah. to save someone that he didn't. know. I understand it ended up okay, but it's he, a little bit bold. Yes, it is. But he's like Superman. Things like that,
2: Ch- things like you know, that inspire the world. Inspire the world to do better he, things. Or he
6: could have died, and yeah. then what?
2: And that would have been what happened sometimes. No, well, and
4: and then and every probably less then, the time uh, others might take the lesson. Don't do right exactly. Like somebody, maybe that too. Maybe that too.
2: But schmunk. you can't. But, but walking away is not really. Oh, is, is, is not really all that good for society. I mean, oh, it's not all I, that good for I society. Don't, don't it's good to
1: have heroes in society. Yeah, society needs heroes. Yeah, society needs heroes. The, the, the basic difference yeah, is society is organized. Organized. no, no. but I mean, society a needs heroes.
5: You know, I think you have Obama to make the, the, to <laughs> make <laughs> the <laughs>
0: distinction between someone who thinks this true and voluntarily joins an army, where he may be called upon to do acts of selflessness and give up his life, as opposed to something like this, which. A different situation, the the, it's this completely different calculus.
2: You know, it's how, it's how is this? How is it, that's because he happened not to have been signed up as a fireman. Well, how is if this You're a
0: major in the IDF. The you know, when you're going in, when you signed up to be a major in the IDF, you may be called upon to give up your life for your country, for your comrades. But if you're standing in the subway in New York and you do something like this, it's a legitimate question you were here or a schmuck. I agree So if he were, Had he been an off duty cop And he did that Same thing Then you would have
2: said That he, no. was, he was A, a smock kind of- Or he was a hero
1: if he was an on-duty cop, then, yes, then it would be a. But what about if
2: he was a cop who was off? duty What about if a that's, cop is off-duty, having a beer, and and and, and, and somebody something terrible happens that's while he's that's
6: the issue, and he's a civilian. Wait, so are are you yeah, suggesting that Roy Klein is
1: doctor,
6: a good or bad? I'm suggesting
2: he that he should be the national hero because
6: and I'm sure he was celebrated. Yeah, he should be celebrated. He's a soldier in duty. He signed up for this. Right, so there's a difference.
2: And like Netanyahu. Like Netanyahu like uh Mark will
1: Yannick get there. Who he died right in Entebbe. Right. right, so he's Mark doing his duty. Mark will get
6: there. So there's a yeah. di- I think yeah. There's yeah. The, they're right. There's a
1: difference between someone whose duty it is to save uh, and But those people just that take
2: them. on a duty that's not theirs are probably even more of a hero. So, yes, so in Western society,
1: for sure. The question yeah. is from a, a from Jewish perspective. perspective. Jewish okay, well, that's different that we're talking about. So again, so now the. Civilian rush battle. The question is. Is it <laughs>
0: the
6: an, an
1: allowance or is it a <laughs> prohibition? Okay, so the so fact so that <laughs> my life takes precedence. So there's really, there's no, I couldn't find any original sources it about it. Really. Um, kids, what I did find is there's a concept in general, in, as we know in Judaism, called um, the, the same concept of a which says you have to live by the mitzvot. That means all mitzvot. Um, if in any which way, as we discussed many times here, in any which way the mitzvah endangers your life, then you're obligated to to go with life and to violate the mitzvah. It's an obligation. And well, well, actually, that's the question. Sorry, take to punch Okay, so the Torah says, you shall live by the uh, mitzvah." Uh. Okay, and the, again, it's taken totally taken out of context. It just, the, if you look at the verse, it's just telling you. You know, observe the mitzvah, really, but the Talmud uses this as a one of the prime sources. There are seven other sources, but one of the prime sources to, to tell you that you shall not endanger your life to perform a mitzvah. Of course, there are the three big exceptions. We call them the big three. Um, as, as murder, adultery, or not only adultery, any, uh, any of the sexual immor- immoral sins, um, many of them, and idolatry, okay, for any of those, you are obligated to give up your life in order to observe the mitzvah, but for all the other 611, um, you're not, okay, including, the assumption is the same thing would be here, of Lutamor Adam Recha, which we're saying is a mitzvah, do not stand idly by while your brother's blood is being shed, but if, the same thing, if it's gonna endanger your life, so then, of course, you have no obligation. Um, so over there, the, the Rambam says very clearly, when he discusses this law in that context he says the law of he says "No, you don't even have the right even if this person wants to say I'm holier than thou, I'm firmer and I'm going to go ahead and, and do the mitzvah even at risk to their life the Rabbim says he's a, he committed suicide and he's held accountable for his actions Does he Other comment words, upon
0: military situations too? Does he make a distinction well, in Rambam? Well there
1: is, we'll talk about that mm-hmm. uh, we'll get there Okay, so the Ramo is clearly of the opinion that it's prohibited to forfeit your life um, to, to, vo- to observe a mitzvah, any well,
3: mitzvah. goes back to the f- to forfeit the life when there's a certainty of death, that's yes. one thing, risking you yes, use you two different languages. So right now you're risking
1: right. Risking life and certainty Forfeited of death. Uh, so we're talking about Right now we're discussing, Amir uh, is 100% correct. It's important to note, because that's the l- number six, is we're getting to exposing oneself to danger. That's the next topic. But the first topic is, can I forfeit my life to observe a mitzvah? Okay, says the Rambam, no, it's prohibited if you do that. You you committed suicide and you're treated as a suicide just as anyone else would commit suicide. The fact that you clothed it in a mitzvah and wanted to show you're a hero to perform a mitzvah does not. You you, you killed yourself. Okay, you had no right to do that. Um, there is another opinion, Naturally. which is Tosafot, uh, one of the commentaries on the Talmud, seems to imply um, that uh, that you have you do have permission. Um, no, th- th- this concept is known as yavor valyaharog. That means violate the mitzvah and don't get killed. Okay, that's the principle. Norm- except, like we said there are three. The three exceptions are we call yaharog val yavor. Those are those three exceptions. But normally it's Yahvor, violate the, the mitzvah. And don't get killed. Don't put your life in danger for any mitzvah. That's what we do. Yom Kippur, people eat on Yom Kippur mm-hmm. if they have to. People, of course, violate Shabbat. Those are all for this sake, be- based on this concept. But Tosvot seems to imply that um, that uh, there is an al- that it's just an allowance. It's not telling you you can't perform the mitzvah if you want to be a very uh, holy, quote unquote, holy person. Literally, if you jump in the train tracks. So then, uh, so then you. You are allowed to do it. Torah is giving you an allowance to violate the aver, but it's not a prohibition. Okay, that seems to be Tosos' opinion. So the is same. It's
0: violating a very different than performing a mitzvah, not all. No, uh,
1: no, it's a mean, meaning if it's a is positive commandment means? and you don't do something, that's, that's, a viola, that's called a violation. Okay, same so thing. then, then i make a distinction Positive appreciate. or negative, yeah. Yeah, okay. Both uh-huh. Okay, now, now not everyone, even in Tosos, um, so, so the <coughs> same, I, you know, as I'm applying now, or actually this, this person, right? stole it from, plagiarizing from. Seems to give him credit. His name is Michael Sieve. Sorry, Michael Sieve. Um, So he, he wants to say maybe the same would apply here, meaning the sort of question of as we're saying, question of Kodman uh, all these other things that we discussed, the same thing would apply. It would be the same argument, meaning according to Rambam, you, it's prohibited to forfeit your life. You can't be that hero, even to save someone else's life. According to Tosafot, it's just an allowance, uh-huh. so therefore I would be allowed to forfeit my life to save someone else's life, to, to perform the mitzvah of saving one's life. Other seem to disagree, and they say it's only in the case of Kiddush Hashem, <coughs> meaning meaning where there's a mitzvah involved. So so
0: Kedosh Hashem would be obligatory or permitted. No,
1: again, it will only be permitted, even according to Tosafot, if there's a okay. case of Kiddush Hashem where where I there. They are forcing you to violate a mitzvah, whatever the case is. Okay, so now, is it obligatory Christen, no, no, it's never obligatory.
0: Avoid no, except
1: the in the big kir- three.
0: Okay, so then except it would in the big be three,
1: obligatory.
4: that is the <laughs> is, there, is there arithmetic versus where uh, sacrificing and committing suicide to save many is different? So, yeah, we'll
1: get to that. That's a very okay. good point. So, meaning saving the masses, is there, is there a difference saving the masses or saving an individual? Yep. That's a good point. That that's goes crack. back to what you said before: stranger, mm-hmm. individual.
6: That's the individual on the track, and the ten people on the other track, and you have
0: to choose.
1: Oh, that case, yes. Yeah, but that's two other lives, not your life. there, there not understand. your life. I understand.
0: But still, it's He's the saying, many. right?
1: He's saying, is is there an allowance? Is there a difference in halacha when you save when one person can save a mass? I the, mean the
4: hand grenade is, is an
1: example right, exactly.
4: of saving the whole battalion.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, well, it could be one life
0: too, like the Secret Service. You're going to save the president's life. I mean,
1: hmm. let's not go there.
0: It depends on the president, I got yeah. that. No, it does
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so so interestingly enough, yeah. Moshe Feinstein, um, in a response, um, s- discusses that the that he says something else totally different. He says that the way the chayvam works is the chayvam is not telling you that you have an allowance. Well, the way he understands it, it's sort of like a middle of the road. He says, Chai is telling you there is no mitzvah of saving a life. Meaning we have, this is, you have to deal with this a lot in the Talmud when you have contradictory mitzvot. So there's a mitzvah that says you have to save someone's life. But there's another mitzvah that says your life takes precedence over someone else's life. Your brother shall live with you. So, Moshe Feinstein says, it's not that it's an allowance here or it's, it's sort of a question of it's a, he's saying, what the Torah is telling you is there, you, have, you didn't perform mitzvah in that case. Meaning, even if I would jump in and save the guy, halachically, you, didn't, you don't get any brownie points. Because there's no mitzvah to save someone else's life when your life when you're forfeiting your life. That's the way he understands the two verses. So, so meaning, even if I jumped in and saved the guy, I didn't do a mitzvah. You're not going to get rewarded. Maybe you'll, get, you'll be on the news. That's about it. You're not going to get so brownie points for doing the
0: mitzvah. Do not stand oddly by unless your life will be lost. That's really how he's interpreting right, that meaning mitzvah.
1: in a case where your life will be lost, you have this mitzvah, no mitzvah, it's not applicable. Yeah. Exactly, you're not discussing whether you're a schmuck or you're not. Or it's so it's just no mitzvah. There's no mitzvah, that's what the Torah is telling you. Your life takes precedence, meaning so you have no mitzvah in that case. So therefore, according to this view, we're saying where well, it needs to be a kid of Hashem, there has to at least be a mitzvah. Meaning it, it would only make an allowance, obviously, if there's a mitzvah. If there's no mitzvah, then clearly you wouldn't have an allowance. Um... Those meaning, even though it's mean, what we're saying is, according to the Rambam, surely you're prohibited from jumping in the tracks, okay? According to Maimonides According to Tosfos, we're saying Tosfos seems to imply you are allowed. But again, that's only if there's a mitzvah. If we're, if according to and Moshe he's saying there's no mitzvah in that scenario, okay? The Torah tells you told you when you're when you're gonna endanger your life or forfeit your life. Let's stick like to forfeiting your life. There is no mitzvah to save someone else's life. So then, clearly. There, there would be no reason to jump on the tracks as far as halach is concerned.
0: So he's, he's putting an asterisk on standing on idly on. by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Meaning, the <coughs> is putting an asterisk. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're yeah. out of time, so but, unfortunately but we'll have to continue this next week. But Fortunately you, for me.
5: Yeah. If you jump on the tracks and get killed, then,
1: then, then there's, there's
5: no, the problem, no. guilty.
1: Yeah, according to you committed suicide. Yes. Either either, yes, no question.
3: So there's, so there's no nothing in it for you to do it, but there's lots in it for you to, it, if you do it and you lose. Unless you go with the Tulsa photo view.
1: Right. so yeah, we'll discuss, but, the, but, but then next week, we're going we're gonna to move on to the question of, again, not forfeiting your life, but exposing yourself to danger. So till now, as, as Amir was pointing out, we're, we're discussing literally forfeiting your life. And that we're saying, pro- it's probably a problem. Meaning, if you know you're going to lose your life, okay, then it's a problem. Now the question is what happens if, I'm not sure. I could, I'm just pu- exposing myself to danger, but I'm not necessarily going to lose my life. This is relevant as also to physicians. I was saying infectious disease and. Yeah, treating a patient years. with AIDS 30 right. years ago. Right. Um, so well, how that would C with?
0: today. Yeah. Hep C today.
1: So, so we'll get to that. And also the, your question of, uh, is the masses, um, saving the And also the military, the military, uh, yeah, the military, super military. So all those questions. Right. We'll, we'll hopefully get to We'll buy them in a
0: you have been listening to the mp3 project from the jewish Ethic institute for a complete selection of our lectures please visit our
5: website at j-ethics.org
1: shalom